G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Oh, well, what a fascinating chat that was with Afraz from canaplus.co.nz, the CBD oil supply. I found it fascinating. Uh, someone's text through saying, is there an introductory offer? Yes, there is. When you go onto their website, you can put an SENZ10, get a discount. But I'm going to keep you up to date. I've just made an appointment for next week, and I'll fill you in with what happened. But the great man joining us now, Tony Johnson out of Sky Sports. Sorry we're late, Tony. We've been talking about cannabis oil, which was fascinating. Let's get back to what we're familiar with and talk some rugby. Oh, where do we start? Well, I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Like You watched that game last weekend, man? It was solid as, man. <laughs> <laughs> but the Black Ferns, what a, what a game of rugby. Yeah, um, and I, I sort of brought back a lot of memories of a, a, a night in 2011. Um, yeah. And it's just I just had this feeling in my bones, though, that um, she was going to miss that last kick. I, I just, I've, I've seen quite a, a, a lot of her uh, drone. She plays on the seven circuit. She was at the Olympics last year, and I was there, and I just, just thought, yeah, this is going to go left. She she punched it left, you know, which means that she was probably trying to get too much out of it. So mm. it was right on the extent of her. But look, it, you know, it doesn't come down to that one individual. It, it, you know, it comes out down to what happens over the whole 80 minutes. And I think they were just good enough, despite what Simon Middleton thinks, they were good enough to win it. Um, and, and uh, you know, great that they got through to the final. And I just, you know, the, to me, uh, they just, you know, hang on. And, and did the right things at the right moments. Um, they've still got a lot of things that they need to improve. Uh, England have to go into this as hot favourites again, despite what Simon Middleton thinks. <laughs> um, but but I still think, I think this is a New Zealand team capable of upsetting the odds and winning the final. And what a, what a day for sport in New Zealand if that was to happen. I mean, it's been breaking records. It's it's full on engagement. Yes, it's had its its issues with only being sort of in one scene while Whangarei and Auckland not going around the country. I thought a bit of an issue was there should have been the odd midweek game to continue the momentum instead of going weekend to weekend. But that's by the by. The, this final at, at a packed Eden Park is going to be wonderful. Wonderful game too. We had uh, Marty Leslie on the show earlier today. Uh, TJ talking about his time playing for Scotland and the times he played against the All Blacks. And um, the, it's, it's always an amazing atmosphere, isn't it, in the Northern Hemisphere when the All Blacks are playing one of the home nations? Yeah, it is. I was just getting back to you know the, the, the Women's World Cup, Staffy. I mean, it's not just a great day for sport in New Zealand. It's a great day for women's sport um, to have an iconic stadium, one of the best-known stadiums in the world, sold out for a women's game. I mean, they've come a long way since you know playing on the cow paddocks of... Uh, in, inland Wales, which is where it all started back in 1991. And I think the people behind the tournament deserve a great deal of credit. Um, you, you can't have midweek games when you, you've still got quite a small number of teams taking part, and that's got to be the next thing. They've got to grow the tournament. More teams means uh, more action during the week. But, you know, this this will be an incredible occasion. Um, and I just hope, you know, I've got a couple of... Firstly, New Zealand have to be watch their accuracy. Uh, the pick and go, England will be ready for that. If they can't be, you know, if, if they leave players um, unsupported at the breakdown, and France were able to do it quite a lot, um, they just need to improve their support play because good teams will just sit and wait on a pick and go until they get the right moment. They'll see an un- unsupported player, they'll go in. England, very powerful ball carriers. 
uh, and they'll have to negate those. You know, the likes of Matthews and Packer, they 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 really charge up the ball. Sarah Hunter, you know, as I say, I, I, Simon Middleton to me is being a bit of a I won't use the word, but he, he just keeps going on trying to put all the pressure on New Zealand. He's been reading the Eddie Jones book, I think. <laughs> they should be. They, they've won 29 games in a row. Their captain has got more caps than the entire New Zealand pack put together. I think he's worried. Otherwise, why is he spending so much time trying to put all the heat on New Zealand? Mm, yeah, true. And um, I, I don't know. I have no- if, if England don't win this, then he's a failure. True, actually. Very, very true. Because I just, no one that takes the field would have played in front of 40,000 people. No one. Um, Probably the closest was uh, opening game. Uh, But, you know, and England play their Six Nations. They've had good crowds for England and France. But they're going to be spooked as well at a packed Eden Park of vociferous New Zealand fans. Well, yeah, and it'll be an awesome atmosphere there. And, the poi, you know, I think we talked about it. Some of the things they tried to do during the Lions tour in, uh, was it 2017, mm. they just made you cringe. But this is something that really has caught on. It's worked. It's, it's a beautiful thing. It's sort of a cross, you know, it, it's taking a slice of uh, very much that unique New Zealand Maori culture. And combining it with the old rally towel thing that they do at the, uh, in, in the States, you know, when they all wave their towels mm. to try and rally their team. So I can't, I can't, I can't wait for it, mate. I really can't. Yeah, exciting. And you know, the poi might reemerge for men's, women's games. That could be the New Zealand thing, and I'm, I'm, I'm well, for it. I tell you what, I'd rather see that. You, know, you think about the Vuvuzela in South Africa. Oh, to me, it's a, it's oh. a far more pleasing thing to, to be seeing. That, that's for sure. Let's have a little squiz of what's going on in the Northern Hemisphere. Then, as I mentioned, uh, the All Blacks against Scotland. Uh, are they on a hiding to nothing, Scotland? Well, they've had a few problems, haven't they? Um, and it's been compounded with a couple of injuries. Um, Max Hastings, uh, is it um, uh, um, Gavin Hastings' son, isn't it? He's, is it Mac? Adam? Adam, Max. Oh, sorry, name's got, um Can't help you. Yeah, Young Hastings. He, he, <laughs> young yeah. Hastings, there we go. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the interesting thing is, does Gregor Townsend... Uh, swallow his pride a bit and bring Finn Russell back in. Finn Russell is an extremely talented player, but he's a problem child. And I think he's a problem child on and off the field, doesn't stick to the game plan, uh, seems to have his own agenda or his own way of doing things off the field as well. And he and Gregor Townsend have clashed, but there's no doubting he's the sort of guy that can come out and do brilliant things, you know, like Hogg, the fullback, uh, both quite enigmatic players. So it'll be interesting to see whether he picks him. Look, uh, I didn't see enough out of Scotland against Fiji last week to think that uh, they are a chance of creating history as long as the All Blacks continue to play well. Um, All Blacks will make some changes. I think uh, you know they'll, they'll want to give Anton, Anton Leonard-Brown some, some meaningful game time, maybe put him and Havili together in the midfield. I wouldn't mind seeing Rico Ioane uh, just going back, having a run on the wing. Uh, and they'll, they'll probably try and freshen up Sam Whitelock as well. Uh, and maybe uh, Dalton Papali'i uh, might get to captain the team. I don't know. It's a sign of the future. But there was a lot to like about that performance last week. Staffy Wales were uh, were not good, and they didn't look like a particularly well-coached team to me. Um, and they're, they're ageing. And I, I, I wasn't surprised that the All Blacks won with some comfort. I, I just never saw them being that being an, uh, an upset. But I think... Um, 
eyes will have to be very firmly focused on Scotland, uh, getting the job done. I think they, as long as they, they do keep their focus, they should be able to do it, then it's all on for Twicken in the following week. Yeah, and selection-wise, as you say, it'll be interesting to see what changes are made. Um, and Ian Foster's not afraid to make changes. Unless we lose, he seems to take the same team in. But, but if we win, he seems to make a few changes. Most likely changes for you or what? Um, yeah, just as I say, I think I think they'll probably uh, make that uh, they'll, they'll make that change in the midfield. I think Leonard Brown just just to, to to give him another crack. That that would leave him with some real options uh, in the midfield, wouldn't it? Going into the England game, but he needs some game time. And it's just a matter, I think, of just trying to keep the um, just trying to keep uh, the, you know one or two of the um, the forwards fresh uh, for Twickenham without the losing the team too much. I would have no problem with. Um, Scott Barrett, um, you know, playing consecutive games because obviously they, they missed um, an earlier match. Uh, yeah, and, and Brody Retallick's going to come back as well. So I, I, I think he's got options there. Uh, the interesting one is, does he go? Does he stick with Maunga at 10? He was better against Wales. Uh, he, he certainly had a poor game against Japan, but he was better last week. Do you keep him in there just to try and get that consistency going? Or... You go to Bowden Barrett and you have a run, son. I, I suppose the, the, the loss of uh, Will Jordan, and that's a, that's a real shame. I suppose that limits the options there to a degree. And by the way, it is Adam Hastings is the son of Gavin. Max Hastings is the guy who writes about the war and stuff. <laughs> Two different people, very different people. TJ, we've got to scoot to news. Appreciate your time, buddy. Thank you. All right, mate. Tony Johnson, out of Sky Sport. We talk rugby. Uh, we talk lots of things here on Afternoons with Staffy. In association with Gull, they fuel your mission all year round. Go to gull.nz. That will give you your local supplier and register there and they'll tell you when the specials come on. Actually, do it now because the specials won't be far away. Straight after the news, we're going to play The Vault. 0800 150 811. We're up to a $100 TRB bonus bet to have your guess. 0800 150 811. The Vault after the news. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.